Welcome to the Faith is Not Blind podcast. I'm Kevin Knight, and I'm joined here in Gothenburg, Sweden, by Espen Amundsen. Espen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for coming, inviting me. Yeah, I would, I'd love to dive in here um, and, and hear first a little bit about how you came to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yes, so I have a, quite a, a typical traditional background in the church, I think. Uh, I was raised in a family with seven children, okay. with uh, parents that were really engaged in uh, both the church but also in um, many other activities. A home that I would say was really filled with, with uh, lots of love and, and, and respect and we were engaged in uh, outdoors, in uh, culture, in music. And you grew up where again? In Oslo. In, in Oslo, Norway. Norway. Yes. Okay. So I think that uh, my start in life has been very fortunate. Uh-huh. Yes. And your parents, did they grow up in the church or...? It, so my, my parents, uh, my father uh, joined the church in the late 60s. He was a convert to the church. Okay. And um, my grandmother joined the church in the early 50s in uh, Norway. Okay. So... Um, they have always taken their religion seriously, mm-hmm. and uh, for them it's been very important to to um, help us children find their own faith mm-hmm. and their own testimony. And uh, so I feel, yeah, it's I have had the religious faith in me all my life. Okay. Mm. So seven kids in the family. Um, and, and your, your dad converting in adulthood um, to the church. Did he grow up religious or did he kind of find religion during that conversion process? My father was not religious before. Okay. And uh, his home was, was, was a very non-religious home. Okay. Um, so when he met my mother, he was not really prepared for any kinds of discussions about, about faith or God or anything. Yeah. But as they started to date, uh, his interest uh, in religion <laughs> was increasing. Highly correlated with his Highly correlated, to your yes. Yes, okay. Uh, and and you, you might think that that was the reason why, but he actually went through a very, uh, a very genuine conversion in, in his own way. Mm-hmm. And he had lots of... Uh, spiritual experiences uh, that made him uh, become a, a really sincere believer. So ever since that he has been a very faithful, very um, wise person mm-hmm. uh, that takes his uh, religion really seriously in, okay. a, in a positive way. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned that your parents wanted each of your children to find your own, kind of develop your own testimony, mm-hmm. find your own path. Um, how how did they do that? With I mean, you must be so different. Seven personalities, seven you know children. Mm. Was that unique for every child? How did they support you and your siblings on your own faith journey? I think in our home the 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 question was not so much about the the, the church formalities or that we go to church because it's a, a tradition mm-hmm. or because it's the way we just live or the way that we are um i think they were were successful in helping us develop our own personal relationship to god mm-hmm. and um 
was helping us to um, uh, to seek Christ in our own way, uh, in a very personal way. So they have never been so formal uh, in a way, mm -hmm. um, but has um, uh, really uh, been very personal in helping us receive our own testimonies. So we have had a lot of deep discussions about, about Jesus Christ and about faith and um, how we should live the faith. Not only that we talk, but that we actually do something about it so that it means something for, for us. Okay. So it's been a, it has been a very respectful and a very um, coaching way of letting us children uh, find our own way, I think. And you, you, you mentioned helping you develop your own relationship with mm. God, which I think is so very, very important. Mm. Are there any experiences from your upbringing that jump out at you as being moments where you really formed that relationship? Or was it much more of a gradual process over time? I think I was um, becoming more conscious about uh, those questions when I turned about 16, 17. Mm -hmm. And when I was 17, one spring, I decided that I wanted for myself to actually dig into those questions. Not because anyone, not because I felt pressured or because anyone was expecting it, but only for my own sake. So every Sunday morning, I, I woke up early. I went a long walk in the woods and I find a spot with a nice view. Mm -hmm. And I brought my scriptures. And there for an hour or two on the same spot every week, I sat down and really uh, started to reflect upon life and, and pondered about uh, my life and about uh, religion, about God, about the church. And in that process, I had so many great personal experiences where I really felt that I was filled with, with peace and with joy and with optimism and with uh, enthusiasm. And I felt that was um, uh, especially, that was a, a meeting place for me and, and Jesus Christ, where I felt that, that he was close to me and I was close to him. Mm -hmm. I think that was the foundation for my choice later in life or to actually continue uh, uh, to be a believer. How long did you do that, go to the woods every Sunday? I did that for about, could it be maybe four months? Four months. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, it's, um, that's real commitment, though. Um, I think so many people want those answers. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's certainly a lesson to all of us in uh, the, the, dis the difference between wanting something and working towards something. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty incredible discipline for a 16-year-old to be out doing that. <laughs> I think that um, everyone needs to have a basic uh, reason for believing. And for me, it has always been the personal relationship that I have to my Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. That spiritual relationship, that feeling that I can feel the Holy Ghost, that I can feel the Christian message in my heart fully, uh, that is the foundation 
uh, for my faith and I found that uh, during that time. Now ever since that has been with me and of course it goes a little up and goes a little bit down but but um, uh, searching God for your own uh, motivation and because you really want to know yourself that's the key I think. You can't, you can't do that uh, because of pressure or mm. because of expectations or a sense of duty. It needs to come from you. You need a desire to know. That's right. the f first step. So you mentioned that it goes up and down sometimes. I think mm. so much of life goes up and, and goes down. Is there any, do you see any patterns? Um, are, there, are there things that contribute to those times when you feel down? And how do you bring yourself back up out of those? Mm. I think that um, I have, uh, I've had my faith, my, my faith challenged, absolutely. And uh, sometimes I've chosen to challenge my own faith by my own choice. Um, really early, before I went on my mission, I, was, I, was, I went often to a public library to, to read, to study in school. And uh, there I was really um, curious about uh, books about the church. I wanted to know how other people view us. As a, as, as a church mm -hmm. and I, I found really soon that there were a lot of, 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 of really critical uh, literature that dealt with um, uh, some problems, some concerns and I found that really early on that well half of it at least at that time wasn't really true I, because I knew that because I've been growing up in a church I know the I knew the church culture myself. Mm -hmm. uh, many things I felt was uh, really exaggerated. And, and uh, some things were a little bit more challenging and more, more difficult. Things that I didn't really felt were logic or that made sense. And uh, since that, in periods of my life, I have uh, both... Uh, um, been looking for and studying various uh, historical subjects in the church or doctrinal mm -hmm. or Christianity in general and um, I think in many ways it's a good way to to deepen one's understanding and uh, your view about your own faith now in that process I've felt my faith has been really challenged do I believe this fully or is this some kind of myth mm -hmm. or is it uh, a fairy tale mm -hmm. or is it someone, is it man-made, someone made it up? Um, and uh, in those periods you feel that uh, you're really full of doubt and uh, it consumes a lot of energy. Um, I have found that uh, for me what's really helped is that I always go back to the basic questions. Why do I believe? Why am I a believer? How did I feel when I received my testimony the first time or in other periods of my life? Can you, can you encapsulate that for us, the, 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 the answer to the question, why do you believe? Yes, for me it's always been the relationship with God. Okay. You might say a faith can have many reasons. It can be cultural, it can be that you think it's, an, it's a nice organization that teaches good values, or many other 
uh, it has a social role, absolutely. But but through in 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 meditation or reflection or in prayer, feel that you that the Holy Ghost actually is there mm -hmm. and gives you that special feeling of, of, of peace and of fulfillment and of um, joy where you feel that you're filled with those kind of feelings that doesn't really come from you, it comes from something else, mm -hmm. another source, a divine source. I think that meeting, that's the essence of, uh, of my faith. Okay. Yeah. You have children now, hmm. um, and they're growing up in a very different world to the world that you grew up in. Um, there is, you know, you had to go to the library to find these books that contained skewed information mm -hmm. and sometimes ulterior motives about the church, but that surrounds us everywhere. I mean, that could mm -hmm. be a Facebook post, that could be an email from a friend, that mm -hmm. could be a Reddit thread, that could be uh, anybody's blog, mm -hmm. anywhere on the internet. Mm -hmm. How do you prepare your children to first have that relationship with God that has been the anchor for you and the ups and downs of your mm -hmm. life? Mm -hmm. And two, to have enough of an understanding of what's right so that when they're confronted with those things, as you were in the public library, they'll be able to say, well, no, I, I know that that's not true, or I know that that's true, and this is why I'm okay with it, or, mm. or whatever the case may be. How do you do that as a parent? Oh, I wish I had the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, that's, that's the big questions. Yeah. Uh, I have felt certain things myself. How can I, in a positive way, uh, help the next generation to feel the same? Uh -huh. So it's not the question of, of tradition, or force, or, 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 or duty, but that it becomes a the children's own wish and uh, uh, their own faith. I think it's, um, I think it's uh, a fine balance between having expectations for children. We all have expectations in different areas of life. Sure. You maybe have expectations and it's a fine line between there and, and any force that you use. It, the church always needs to be something that 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 youth can choose, I think. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, sometimes younger children they need to do things that are not so comfortable because they will feel that uh, afterwards that was the right thing. If children can eat candy bars for breakfast and dinner every day, that will lead to certain consequences, even though they want it. So we as parents, we obviously need some some limits to that. But as as children become teenagers and, and older teenagers, I think that um, being able to choose for themselves is really important. Then, then it's about establishing an environment that really encourages uh, uh, religious values. Um, we should, I encourage scientific values. Uh, political values, uh, different values that are really important. But living in a very secular country mm -hmm. where religion these days really have played only a minor role, no role at all, um, I think religion should come through the home. 
like gathering in, in family prayer or, or studying together or even just conversing together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think many youth are not so planned these days. So I think <laughs> discussions have to come spontaneously mm-hmm. at the moment. But you need to make sure you're, you're, you're trying to cultivate those and making it a normal part of, yes. of your children's lives. It must, it must be so. Yeah. And then if uh, questions arise, it, 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 it can be, might as well be just religion in general or Christianity in general. Um, just be open uh, about uncertainties, but then again explain why. Why am I still a believer? Uh, and also um, tell in what ways the, the gospel has enriched your life. Mm-hmm. What is it with, with living as a Christian person? What is it that makes the life better than just living without it? Right. You're a brain surgeon. Yes. <laughs> so that, that is just an incredibly hard path to become a brain surgeon, an incredible mm-hmm. amount of study and, and specialization and and it's um, very precise. I'm curious if there's anything about um, either that, that path that you took to become a surgeon or your practice as a surgeon since then that in any way informs the way you see the gospel. You, you, know, you mentioned a lot of, st- I heard, I heard mm-hmm. themes of study mm-hmm. and going to the library and learning mm-hmm. about the church. Obviously you were there because you were doing a lot of studying for your entire life, but I'm just curious if that, you know, we all bring perspectives from our multifaceted mm-hmm. lives into the way that we live the gospel. And I'm curious if there's anything that, uh, that you bring from that medical and, and I, surgical I, perspective. Yes, I, I, think, I, think, uh, I think my medical background has given me a, um, just another insight, obviously, in our bio- biological system, in the complexities of the human body and the human brain, of course. And um, even though we need to use strict scientific methods to do research and to improve healthcare, whether it is medical treatments or surgical treatments, um, I have really not found anything in that search that contradicts my basic beliefs. Mm-hmm. I would say it's rather the opposite way. I, I think I can appreciate more uh, the human body and how it works and um, uh, and appreciate the, the, the creations around us more because I have a more specific knowledge about how it works. Uh, then again I think it's really important to let science have its own way mm-hmm. and to have religion its own way. I, I think it's a mismatch to combine them to, for, to force that you can't do that you you have to science has one way of approaching and finding truth scientific truth mm-hmm. religion also has a way but it's different mm-hmm. it may be similarities but uh, combining them i think we should in a in a in a modern society be careful not to do too much interesting yeah that means that you can still be a religious person Mm-hmm. and still a researcher or a scientific person or a doctor or whatever field it is. And you can be really um, successful in that and still have a personal religious belief. Well, I think it's, it's so interesting and insightful to talk about there being two different ways, two different methods for mm-hmm. ascertaining truth, one for religion and one mm-hmm. for, for science. And 
Uh, I think sometimes we sell ourselves short by oversimplifying religion and, and uh, presuming that we can apply the same frameworks that we use for things that are where we can't have a relationship with science, yeah. the way that we can have a relationship with God. Mm. Um, and uh, have there been any, in, in your quest for knowledge, do you have any outstanding questions, things that you've not been able to find answers to religiously? Uh, I think that um, there are obviously a lot of a lot of questions that you really can't, and it doesn't have to be... Uh, the typical church doctrine history sure. problems. I would say that the big questions are much more complicated, uh, at least for me. Mm -hmm. it, it could be just an, a, a, a simple question like if, if God exists, for example, mm -hmm. or why should we believe in a person that lived 2000 years ago that we have only four eyewitnesses from? 2000 year old text for example mm -hmm. how those four is it, being is, Matthew Mark Luke and John yes and 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 um, uh, and also um, is it reasonable to build a life on things that have happened in the past I make mean, questions like that mm -hmm. that are really uh, interesting and even complicated and in my view you can't really approach religious truth in a scientific way, you will not find reasonable evidence uh, for, for example, that God exists or that uh, Jesus Christ is our personal savior. It's not, it's not in the materialistic world. Mm -hmm. You have to search that in another world uh, or in another way, I mean. So, uh, yes, uh, science is a, a great way to find out how things works, how it's created, and and get more knowledge about what is working and what is not working so well, for example, in medical treatments. Mm -hmm. While religion is more like a, a personal, introspective search of truth that really can't be proved. You can't prove it. It, it will always be a matter of faith. Um, so miracles, um, whatever it is, can you can't really explain it scientifically. You have you have to have that leap of faith, and you have to search that, and you have to nourish that. And for you, that anchor is, you have a relationship with God. You trust Him. You trust the answers that He gives you, and you've and you've learned to learn in a spiritual sense. Yeah, and that that's the basic. It's it's my personal relationship with God. If you don't have a personal relationship with God or have felt the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, or have felt, you know, Christ in a very personal, deep way inside, then you really can't find the essence of religion or in the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. Then you're missing something. Uh, you can really, in my opinion, not really motivate uh, uh, religion or religious truth without that ingredient. Yeah. Thank you. Very insightful, Aspen. Appreciate it.